episode 107 of All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. 107 is... Uh, the Lake. No, the... The al- radio station? The alternative Buffalo. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I was... We were trying to figure out why the number 107 was popping, yeah. but it's just Eric's favorite radio station, so... Ever. Not... Oh, okay. One, <laughs> it's in your top 10. It's pretty good, yeah. Okay. All right, well... I wish it played... Needless plug. I, but... I wish it played old alternative as well oh, i wish yeah. i got some like 90s alternative in there yeah. as well okay so, all right well that's all. good to know a little window into you yeah <laughs> and speaking of windows into eric we're going to be talking about the best books we read this past summer that's so it's going to be a window into a your window reading into history my reading yeah, yeah. and me as well <laughs> yeah we're, we're each going to be windows for this episode i think yeah we're going to talk and, about in 106 episodes prior that's true you could yeah, say you could go back we're going to talk about the books that stood out to us that we read over the summer. Not necessarily books that were published over the summer, just yeah. things we discovered this summer. Yeah. I discovered some interesting things about yeah. myself looking back at my reading history. Yeah. Mostly just that I was, I've been on a bad patch of yeah. reading. You've been unhappy for a I, long time. I haven't man. read a lot of things that I've liked, so yeah. we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. In the meantime, let's open up our old bookmarks and see what we've been bookmarks. reading marks. recently. Hold on. What about you, I've Eric? i got one Goodreads page open. Yeah. I know, it's been a slow, it's been a slow time. It's been a slow? That's for sure. Should we, is this after, is this podcast after we saw Terminator 2? I don't know. Yeah, we we saw Terminator 2 Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, we did. Jeez, hey, Nick and I went to go see Terminator 2 in 3D, in theaters, in IMAX. And it was pretty good, because Nick's never seen Terminator 2 before. So yeah, it was was a lot of fun. Uh, But prior to that, we went to a restaurant that will remain nameless. And it was one of the most awkward experiences. It was just a weird, unpleasant experience. The first thing, yeah. I mean, we walk in, and they don't even know, like, it says, please wait to be seated. Yeah. But, like, he comes up, and he's like, uh, oh, are you here, or do you, you take order, ticket to take, go? It was really like, confusing. No, yeah. it was just two people coming to get some dinner. Yeah. He, we got sat in a booth yeah. that was probably the size for, like, eight people on yeah, each side. Was, yeah. He's like, yeah, just go ahead, have a sleep. Yeah. And... So I did. I had a sleep. He had a sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it was confusing. But Terminator 2 was good. Yeah. Have you read any of the spinoff fiction from any of the Terminator things? There's a lot of no. graphic novels and crossovers and regular novels. Not. I've been told the Terminator 2 uh, novelization is pretty darn good. Oh, I love a good novelization. Yeah. So you know. So I should get it for you. You know how yeah. I feel. I guess now I've seen all of the Terminator movies, yeah. plus Terminator 2 3D live in Orlando, Florida. So Yeah. Yeah. Plus the that, Sarah Connor Chronicles. I saw some of the Sarah yeah. I didn't finish it. Same. But I watched some. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for uh, Terminator talk. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been reading? Uh, oh, right. We're back Anything to what good, I've been reading. Anything good you want to tell us about? Let's see. What did I talk about? I don't okay, know. so I talked about Superior last. So I read a whole bunch of graphic novels. Sorry, everybody. That's all right. Especially I read a lot of graphic hate novels. Graphic too. novels. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you this? This is me ranting. I had a okay. I had a kid come in to the library. Oh, and he checked out some graphic novels. Great. Uh, or he was checking some out, and his mom was there, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm checking out these and these." He's like, "You probably think they're they're silly to check out." She's like, "Yeah, you should check out real books." And I'm just like, "Why don't you shut up?" And let your kid read Whoa. what he wants to read. I think, just... I think what you mean is yeah. you should have expressed that graphic novels are another form. Yes. Another yes. form of literature. Yeah. And unfortunately. A great way into more yeah. reading. Yeah. And if that's where he's at right now, if yeah. that's where he's starting, yeah. it's a great launch off point. Or right. graphic novels are good on their own. You know what? I'm calling off the execution. Yeah, I think so you should. She's, I think you we're should. releasing her back into the, yeah. into the public. And... Yeah. No, it's so yeah. it just whenever, whenever a parent... He, says that about 
like to their kid who's reading, mm. even if it's just like a Pokemon graphic novel, like, okay, it's, it's this or nothing yeah. at this point. So, yeah. you know. <sighs> yeah, well, it's, it's important. It's important to reach people yes. where they are, you know, in yes. hopes that that, that will be rewarding for them and they'll grow and continue things, on. Like, for me, like, I. I hated history yeah. class in school because it was always just American history. And I felt like we had been learning that since like preschool. And uh-huh. It was just the same thing. And then I started playing this game, Age of Empires, back in like 98 or something. And it was like all history. It was Rome, Greece, okay. uh, and all this. And then when I got into sixth grade and we were doing, we changed history to ancient history, like I was full on board. I'm like, oh, like in my Age of Empires game. Nice. And so like that helped me want to read more about history. Oh, yeah. Which is then carried on. So like... But if somebody had been, if I, theoretically, if I had a parent who didn't yeah. want me playing video games so right. much, theoretically, yeah, sure. uh, I might not have been into history yeah. at all. Yeah. Maybe I would have. Who knows? Yeah. You can't tell. I might yeah. have learned my alphabet without Sesame Street. Yeah. I don't know what I'm ranting about anymore. No. It's, it's raining. I mean, it's a Last good, night's storm It's a good some... public service message <laughs> okay. that you shouldn't discourage reading. Yeah. At any level. Yeah. Uh, all right. I keep going down to what we're going to talk about, but I just want to talk about what I've read. Planetary. I've read the first volume of Planetary by Warren Ellis. Oh, I read that. Uh, I normally really, really like Warren Ellis' stuff because he's pretty uh, far out, but he's mm-hmm. also uh, decipherable. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's kind of got like Grant Morrison ideas, <laughs> but he can tell it in an intelligent manner. Right. You know, and uh, but Planetary, it's like secret history of the world, but it's very episodic. Each issue is like a different thing, and it just doesn't... Uh, there's there's no real like compelling arc, and it's okay. a lot of telling. I don't not like sh- it either. So you're preaching to the choir. It's a lot of telling, not showing. Yeah, it's like this happened and this happened. It's like, well, you could have, this could have just been in like a sci-fi magazine. Mm-hmm. I read Ir- Irredeemable Volume Eight. Okay, uh, I think I only have uh, two more volumes left. Getting to the end. Yeah, uh, I finished Fables by Bill Willingham. Uh, you've been reading that series for a long time. Yeah, since I I think 2006. Wow. So end of an era. Yeah, finally finished it. Uh, did not end strong. Oh. But the thing is, so much has happened since it started. Like, so many other big things have gone on, and there have been so that it's hard to think of like, well, what else could he do? Right. It it kind of builds up to something, and then he subverts where you think it's going to go, which is fine. It's just for the ending. You, the, I guess, it seems like everybody's just like, well, we're done. Let's just go our own ways now. Okay. So. Uh, I read Saga Volume 7, which is still good, by Brian K. Vaughn. That was up for the Hugo? Yes. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So, And I read Justice League versus Suicide Squad by Joshua Williamson. I'm, I guess he's writing Suicide Squad right now. Okay. Boy, it was toothless. Yeah. It wasn't good. It, it didn't, didn't make any good. sense uh, in terms of, like, the back. Because the just get, get this, Suicide Squad actually beats the Justice League. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert, try, I guess try we to, should say. Try to... Wrap this around your head. Yeah. Wonder Woman versus Harley Quinn. Yeah. Now, that's a pretty even match if there ever has been. Oh, sure. And, yeah, she wins. Wow. Great. So, it's it's a stupid comic. Yeah, Uh, it sounds like it. It was a waste of time. It's also just, like, building up for stuff. Unless you really like it. Good news, everyone. We have it here new in our collection. (laughs) Well, we've got some stupid stuff. I've bought some stuff I don't like. Yeah. You just bought all that uh, Frank Miller Dark Knight (laughs) Returns. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So, we... It, we, I, there are plenty of people that will read this and be like, oh, it was so cool. He did yeah. this and he did this. That's the thing, though. For me, I felt like there wasn't any, like, he did this and then this guy did this, like, cool moments. Like, I've read a lot of, like, superheroes versus superheroes or whatever. Yeah. 
and there's been like cool moments and i felt like this was just paint by numbers nothing mm. like really nobody did anything cool yeah that's disappointing so i don't know i'm in the same boat i mean i i i finished acts of contrition which i'd been reading that trek book that that was pretty good but i just i don't know i haven't i haven't been in the mood to like pick up something new yeah. and i'm still working my way through northern Drabi, which i'm enjoying more than i yeah. thought i would but it's still not i don't want to like sit down and just like pound through it mm-hmm. which is what i really want you know a, yeah. a fast-paced yeah. not, not necessarily like action just something that's really gripping and mm-hmm. takes me through it and i've just been kind of in a drought lately so yeah. I, too, have turned to graphic novels. Uh, so <laughs> I read Red Hood and the Outlaws, Volume 7, okay. which is the end of that run, okay. uh, which I thought started as a pretty cool book. And by the end, it was just confusing and weird. Hmm. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I finished it. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I read The Inhumans versus the X-Men. I yeah. never read The Inhumans before. Uh-huh. Uh, and I read that because my wife and I were going to see Inhumans, uh-huh. the new show that's, I guess, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, that's going to be on ABC. It's a remnants from the previous, like, I don't know if it's, I think it's the Disney guy who was, like, in charge okay. of Marvel-ish, kind of, and, like, he's no longer doing it anymore. Oh, okay. Kevin Feige's now, like, in full control right. of that stuff. But it was, like, because so, it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Vin Diesel was going to be in it. Yeah. And now they're, like... So is the movie officially scrapped? I think so. Okay. So this is premiering on ABC at the end of this month, and they took the first two episodes and sort of cut them, like, a basically a pilot movie and filmed them in IMAX, put them out in IMAX for a limited theatrical release. So Mm -hmm. that's the latest page to screen adaptation I've seen. Uh, Reviews Hmm. were terrible. Yeah. Uh, It was kind of bad. Yeah. But fun in like a 90s sci-fi kind of a vibe. Mm -hmm. So I'll watch the eight episodes that are going to be out. (laughs) Okay. You know, I doubt they'll ever have any more than that. Yeah. But I thought there was some interesting things about it. And it was, the plot was pretty good. It was intriguing. It did bomb. Oh, I'm it, sure. It, le- yeah. it had, like, no impression. Actually, uh, The Killing Joke yeah. right now, the animated yeah. one that came out uh, this year, right? Yeah. The beginning of this year. Yeah. It got, like, two nights mm-hmm. in theaters, and it has made... And I keep reading all these things about whenever something bombs, like, Killing yeah. Joke made more than this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's that's one of them. Wow. So Okay. I'll be interested to see what you think when it comes out. I think there's a chance that you enjoy it if you watch it in the right, like, Maybe. mindset. I, I've never actually read any... I read one in Humans... Uh, comic book it was like a 12 issue okay. mini series that was fine for the most part um and then there nothing really else by themselves okay plus marvel's been trying to replace the x-men because they don't own the movie rights the x-men okay. so they've been trying to use the inhumans in the comics yeah. and that stuff and uh, that has definitely put me off anything in humans mm, okay so all right they're, they're nothing down, like that shoving them down your throat anyway uh oh. i wouldn't <laughs> say i wouldn't say picking up red hood and the outlaws would be great for you uh-huh. uh, but inhumans versus x-men i think would be you know it's a it's a quick read it's oh, action i'll get to it you know, because interesting eventually my x-men reading will catch me back up okay to uh currently as i said i'm going through northern jurabi yeah. i've also got uh the beatles by hunter davies on the back burner i'm sort of yeah. just picking that up here and there yeah. this is the only official biography that ever came out like while they were together he's uh-huh. the only one who had access to them it's kind of an interesting story he's mm-hmm. written a lot of beetle books but this one um he was just a, a magazine writer you know he wrote articles and things um approached the beatles management about writing like an official biography mm-hmm. and in the contract they put that like 
they wouldn't give interviews like that to anyone else for the next like two years or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that two years, they'd broken up. So Snap. he's the only one who ever got that kind of access. So it's a really like firsthand account of the Beatles. So I'm enjoying that. Nice. Uh, but I'm just kind of picking that up here and there. I'm, I'm focusing on Northern Jurassic for the uh, book club. Talk about your your new setup over here right sure. behind me. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Um, Northern Jurabbies for the Jane Austen Book Club, which we're doing this month. Just about to start uh, American Assassin by Vince Flynn for Page Turners. That movie is out in theaters in the next couple of weeks here. So we're yeah. going to be reading the book Michael Keaton concurrently. and kid from Maze Runner. Dylan something? D- Dylan Dog? <laughs> no. With uh, Brandon Routh? Brandon no, Routh. no, no, no. No. But um, we could... We saw the trailer again yeah. when we saw Terminator, Terminator. 2, and we yep. had seen it before for something. I can't remember what. Um, but they don't, they're no. not advertising that no. it's based on a book at all. No, they aren't. Usually it would be like based on the best selling, you know, because yeah. it is. It's a, it's a huge series. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, it's it's the first of the Mitch Rapp books. So yeah. Vince Flynn's a pretty popular author here. Yeah. He's since passed on as a, another author is writing those books. Yeah. But um, this is the first one written by Vince Flynn. Uh, we're going to be reading it for the book club as the movie's coming out, so then we can all go see it. It'll be as, fun. Yeah. A field trip. We'll take yeah. a, a book club field trip. Yeah. You were asking about my records. I, no, brought I, a re- just... I brought a record player to my office yeah. and went down to Music Alley and got a great deal on a bunch of like loose, coverless Beatle albums yeah. just so I can have them here to play when I feel like it. Yeah. So, good times. Yeah. I love Music Alley. Yeah. So, there's a plug for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it for me Plug right now. Got a stack of things I want to get to. We're going to be doing a Lee Child slash Jack Reacher spotlight in a couple of weeks. So we'll mm. be prepping for that. Have you started those short stories yet, buddy? Ugh. Get in there. It's just They're short. I, I shouldn't have seen uh, Never Go Back. Yeah, Never Go Back was pretty bad. But don't give too much away before the spotlight. So send us your thoughts <laughs> okay. on Lee Child if you like. We'll, we'll talk about that. Hey, I'm still reading uh, The Three-Body Problem. Oh, boy. So Okay. I'm going to be That's reading great. that one for a while. All right. got to get out of this segment. It's dense. It's killing us. Let's talk book news. Let me tell you what we got coming down the pike. Is that a phrase? What's a pike? I don't know. Uh, boy. These, uh, Stuart Woods has got another one out. He's started working with co-authors now, Parnell Hall, uh, on a lot of the side characters. Still writing Stone Barrington alone. These books are getting smutty. I mean, they've always been a little, like, sexual. Um but the titles of these, like, I'm embarrassed to say them now. This one's called Quick and Dirty. Mm-hmm. It's got the worst cover. It's just, it's like a photograph of a naked lady mm-hmm. with things strategically covered. You know what? I can't while, even type that. I can't even look for that book. Yeah, the and network. I was like, will, I, can't, I don't want this on yeah. my work computer the, uh, history. <laughs> and there's Quick just and like dirty. a dude in uh, I, like hiking boots. Uh-huh. Just, I, I assume, painting a portrait of her all he's wearing is hiking boots no he's but i mean it's noteworthy because he's just wearing like a sweater and jeans and hiking boots so it looks terrible it looks like a like a kindle only romance novel uh but stone barrington back book 43 quick stone barrington quick and dirty stone barrington gets entangled in the intricate and rarefied art business in the latest thriller by number thriller Oh, slow down. Those aren't too thrilling. Number one New York Times bestselling author Stuart Woods is coming to you October 24th, just in time for Halloween. Eric, have you started your Halloween prep? Getting your yes. head in the game? Yeah. Good. All right. Yes, I have. I've uh, got uh, I've got the video games I'm going to be playing. Okay. I've got the music set up for my fifth volume of uh, my <sighs> Halloween mix. Wow. And He uh, refuses to put any of my suggestions on the mix. Boy, go, go Nick on. refuses to make his own freaking playlist. Go on. I don't want to fight about this anymore. I don't. I'm not fighting. Uh, I'm just stating a fact. I guess I haven't picked my books yet. Okay. That's important. The I'm Wolfen. Have, 
Oh, that's right. The Wolfen was on. You're gonna that read list. the Wolfen. There was some I missed. I didn't read last year. Well, don't so. don't forget. You're on the hook for uh, the book club. We're doing Ghost Story by Peter Straub. That's right. Yeah. So that should be good. Yeah. It's supposed to be very scary. So we'll see. Scary. We'll see if I'm man enough yeah. to handle it. <laughs> I might try to do a couple more Stephen Kings. I keep picking up his latest Gwendy's Button Box, and I just. Mm-hmm. It does not appeal to me, right. so I keep putting. You're gonna it read down. the Dollhouse by uh... Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah, no way. All right, no way. What are you gonna tell her when she comes back? To I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna ask about it. I'm sure. Uh, coming new from David Baldacci. So Baldacci fans, start lining up now. Uh, number five in the Will Roby series. Endgame is the fifth book in the thrilling Will Roby series by international number one best-selling author David Baldacci. London is on red alert. Will Roby, as the U.S. government's most lethal assassin, is called in to foil a terrorist attack on the London underground. Hmm. Are you excited? You in? You For hate, David Baldacci? You hate that kind of book. Yeah. You don't like action, action-y type pulpy books. I just... Even though I read books that have action in it, I yeah. never really like action okay. in a book. All right. Um, because it just doesn't do the same thing for me. Hey, no one's forcing you. All right. And finally, in standard print from Barbara Taylor Bradford, we have book four in her Cavendon Hall series, Secrets of Cavendon. From the number one New York Times bestselling author, a stunning epic novel featuring the characters of the beloved Cavendon series. Not particularly informative. Uh, and finally, in large print, catching up here, we're getting Tess Gerritsen's Rizzolian Isles, I Know a Secret, book 12 in the Rizzolian Isles series. Uh, the standard print of this came out earlier in the summer, and now we're getting a large print copy for all you large print aficionados. So that's what I got. What's on the New York Times bestsellers list? Uh, well, for the young adult hardcover fiction list, it okay. is the same as last episode. Cool. So that one hasn't changed. But we're about to get into a lot of the uh, the big releases. Mm-hmm. Um because they save like all the young adult books for uh, the semesters, so oh. uh, the next two months are going to have a lot of uh, a lot of releases, and then it'll happen again like in January and February. Mm. So okay, so number ten on the adult hardcover fiction list, you have uh, "Exposed" by Lisa Scott Aline. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, all right, this is Bernie Rosetto and. Uh, Denuzio, they find themselves on opposite sides of a lawsuit. Look out. Threatening their friendship and Look their long term. We've talked about this. We think we could survive being on the opposite sides of a sure. lawsuit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Who's suing who in this lawsuit, I guess? Either way, man. Yeah, I right. think we could work it out, so probably you suing me. Well, try to see it my way. Okay. We can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> Number o- nine. Only time will tell if I'm right or I'm wrong. Yeah. Number nine. Sulphur Springs by William Kent Kruger. I bet that smells. Sulphur Springs? Yeah. yeah. I had it when my wife and I were first married with we this little tiny apartment, and the hot water always smelled like eggs because it was like sulfur heat. Yeah. Terrible. Well, number nine. Oh my gosh. Hold on to your horse. A newly married couple. <gasps> now, this is where it ends. Oh. Search for the wife's missing son, which oh. leads them Whoa. to a border town in the middle of a drug war. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you just don't go to border what, towns. Wait, what's this called? Uh, Sulphur Springs. Sulphur Springs, okay. William Kent Kruger. All right. Number eight, A Gentleman in Moscow by Immortals. Whoa. What? Look at that. Still there. Yeah, it's been here for 40 weeks. That's crazy. You you are adding that to your book club, right? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. You have to. You yeah. got to. Yeah, next Number year. Number seven. As soon oh. as it's not new anymore, so we can get the copies in, we'll put it on. Okay. Yeesh. <laughs> Just telling you. Number seven, The Lion Game by Ruth Ware. Number seven... It's been here for five weeks, but it's down to number seven. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, number six, 
Any Dream Will Do by Debbie McCumber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Nick, I know you've been having some issues. Oh. But I want you to know that you yeah. and your dream, yeah. they're ahead of their time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Go, 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 me. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, number five, The Late Show by Michael Connolly. Number four, Camino Island by John Grisham. That's got some staying power. Yes. I guess I have to read it sooner or later. Yeah. Are you trying to look at me through your lollipop? Yeah. Oh, you know what? While you bring up a lollipop, I have a bone to pick with you. It's not really a bone, but it grosses me out the way when you have a lollipop, you just bite it like the Tootsie Pop owl Uh and just eat it in one bite like some kind of weird... Uh-huh. Weird, weird man. Uh-huh. Why do you do it? I'm impatient. Okay. I want to get to the goodness in the uh, inside. Okay. Uh, usually there's gum. Some Not form in this of gum. case. No, Not yeah. in this case. Boy, yeah. Uh, gum pops, whatever they're called. What are they called? Blow pops. Blow pops. Forget it. I, yeah, I, I, I crunch those. It, it's like a popcorn. You just get right me. to the gum. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I do love a good Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah. Number three, Seeing Red by Sandra Brown. Yes? No, nothing. Just listening in. You're really close to your... Okay, number Yeah, just two, in case I have something to say. The Store by James, by James Patterson, Patterson and Richard... What? Wait, James Patterson? And Richard DeLalo. You love him. Two New York writers go undercover to expose the secrets of a powerful retailer. Hey, yeah. speaking of powerful retailers, uh-huh. Half.com, gone. What does that mean? You know the site yeah. Half.com? How's it gone? It's just gone. They, they're not doing it anymore. Why? I don't know. If you put in Half.com, you just go to eBay. I always liked Half.com. I did a lot of ordering for this library through Half.com. I like their prices. And what I don't like is a monopoly, so take that, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon is like the Disney of retail. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, Amazon bought Payless. I don't know if that's true, but it probably is. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Amazon bought Whole Foods. Yeah. So. And uh, Abe Books, which I love, uh-huh. bought it. Goodreads, they bought. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. They tried yeah. to buy my house. Did I they? said, what do you need it for? They're like, well, you nothing. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a need for it someday. Okay. You can just stay so there. You're anti-Amazon. No, I'm just, you know what I'm anti? I'm anti-prices. I'm anti-monopoly. Right. That's what I'm anti. Yeah. You're just not playing with I, the, I love the game. You're monopoly. just not playing with the right rules. you got to play with the rules in the box, and that's oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, that's true. That's what everyone who likes Monopoly tells you, and yeah. then it's still never really fun. I love Monopoly, but I'll tell you what. Free parking? Forget about it. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Changes the whole course of the game. What about Monopoly Go? So long, strategy. Monopoly Go? The, the card game. Monopoly Deal. Deal. I love Monopoly Deal. Okay. I also love Advanced to Boardwalk. All right. Never gotten into free parking. What about Monopoly uh, card game. Junior Monopoly? Yeah, Monopoly love Junior. it. Yep. What about just all the reprints of like, look, it's... Star Wars Monopoly, Back Star to the Future Wars, Monopoly. Yeah. Forget about yeah. it. I'll take it. Okay. Back to the Future Monopoly. Is that oh, it's real. I don't have it, but what it's real. What would all the places be? I have no idea. The same... Ba-da-da-da. Okay. Uh, number one is new this week. Why is for yesterday? Oh, all my troubles seem so far away. Sue Grafton is back with her alphabet series. Sue Grafton's gonna have to like go on unemployment yeah. when she hits that Z. Yep, that's done. She's yeah. done. Yeah, Z I don't know what she's gonna do. Double A zipper. <laughs> Double A is for I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she's gonna do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm worried about her. Yeah, I hope she's been diversified. What if she does? Z is for zoo, and she teams up with James Patterson. Oh yes. So that's what she's got to do. Team up with James Patterson. Yeah. Hey, you probably can't tell this just because of the letter. I don't think so. Uh, but this is the 25th 
Kinsey Melhone mystery novel. Makes sense. So a that former student student from an elite private school yeah. is released from prison. Is re- so- what? Is released from oh, prison okay. and that a sociopath returns to haunt the detective. Oh, look out! Here comes Eric. I'm not. A, it's not me. Oh no! Of course not. I'm not the sociopath. I know. Hmm. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. You want to do nonfiction, or you don't even want to? You don't want to touch it. Let's just imagine what's Tell there. Tell me what the number one nonfiction bestseller is. You're, you're I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah, let's do this. No, let's I do think, this. I want to know what everybody's minds. buying for their nonfiction choices. This is the hardcover nonfiction. Okay. So let's, let's check this out. All right, okay. number 10, The Big oh, Lie. The conservative commentator argues that America's left is a fascist threat. Number nine, The Book of Joy. The spiritual leaders, uh, this is by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu oh. with Douglas Abrams. Wow. Uh, number nine, Killers of the Flower Moon by David Gran. Here we go. Number seven, Devil's Bargain, a deeply reported account of the relationship between Donald Trump and a stri- uh, strategist Steve Bannon. Number six, Between the World and Me by Tanashi Coates, a meditation on race in America. Number five, Option B by Sheryl Sandberg and Adam Grant. Insight on facing adversity and building resilience. Number four, Why Buddhism is True. Mm. Yeah. Robert Wright, neuroscience and psycho- uh, psychology findings are used to support Buddhist practices and meditation. Wowzer. Number three, uh, Al Franken, Giant of the Senate, a memoir by the Democratic senator from Minnesota and former Saturday Night Live writer. Mm-hmm. Number two, Hillbilly Elegy. By J.D. Vance, a Yale Law School graduate, looks at the struggles of America's white working class through his own childhood. Number one, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson, a straightforward, easy-to-understand introduction to the universe. Look, that was pretty that painless. That was relatively painless. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I wish, I guess I'm glad it wasn't worse thanks than for, that. Thanks for going outside your comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Now, what we're going to do is talk about summer reads, because they make me feel fine. <laughs> You don't want to sing the summer? Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, we're going to look into some of the things we read over the summer, see if there are any patterns, trends, see if we read anything good, see if we read anything bad. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, my friend. What kind of book are you are you attracted to a certain kind of book in the summer? Yeah, I like a book with nice legs. Okay. Uh, All right. I don't think this is going anywhere. Productive. No, because you did that whole attracted to Yeah, I know, book. I know. Yeah. Like a book with an easy laugh. I know, but like, is it, are there certain, are, are you with the type where you're like, I just want like a cozy, like for the winter, you're going to settle down with something like comforting. The summer, you're going to read something, you know, flashy and, or no, it doesn't have any no, effect. No, you I just don't read think whatever any you want. seasons have, well, outside of Halloween, I don't okay. think any season really has too much of an okay. effect on me. I guess if like, like the book I read, The Terror. Where yeah. it took place in Antarctica and it okay. was super cold and everything. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't read that during the summer. Okay. Because everyone's like, oh, it makes you feel free. Don't read this in the winter, but when you're bundled up. So I was like, all right, well, I can't read that in the summer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no like, oh, what's this summer going to be about? Okay. Uh, maybe maybe I read some nonfiction in the summer. Okay. Because I guess I read the Tyrannosaur Chronicles this summer. Yes, you did. So. Yes, you did. Does it affect you? I don't think so. I guess... Um... <laughs> I guess where it does affect me is that we tend to like, like I went to a, a conference and like we've gone away for the weekends here and there. And so I like to have things in the summer that I could like pick mm-hmm. up and put down easily, you know, things to take with me and read a couple of chapters. So I guess maybe I do gravitate a little more towards like lighter reads right. over the summer just because it's more unpredictable. Right. You know, and work so much busier like here. We just have a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. So evenings and things are taken up. Yeah. But that's that's about it. I mean, I do like I do like a good seasonal read. I try to read Halloween books. 
you know my feelings on Christmas books. Yeah. You know, which I've read them all at this point. So I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to read, start reading Kwanzaa books, Hanukkah yeah. books, uh-huh. Festivus books, if they have them. Thanksgiving. You get really into Thanksgiving books. Yeah. Okay. I try to sneak one on the book club that's Thanksgiving themed around that time, but uh-huh. it doesn't always work. All right. Um, well, as I, as I spoiled in the beginning here, I was looking back at the things that I've read over the summer and I, I've been on a had a bad time. I've been on man. a cold streak, man. Yeah, I just, I, I'm with you, man. It was. I a, don't think I read anything that I would put like above a three star. Yeah, I can tell you some summer. of the worst books I've read this summer. Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, the Fifth Season by N.K. Jemisin. <laughs> Me, Earl, and yeah. the Dying Girl you by Jesse that. Andrews. Hey, that's on my worst of. Woman in Cat and Ten by Ruth Ware. Yeah, that's harmless to me. Uh, and I read uh, A Case for Conscious, a Conscience by uh, James Blish, and that was mm. not. right i remember when you were stuck in that yeah yeah i read a lot of sort of middling books you know like Mm -hmm. where'd you go bernadette and the abundance of catherine's for Uh example which you know i was fine with they just didn't really do anything for me and then i read that flamingo road book oh wait i forgot to include hunted which is a james patterson bookshot. yeah we did the james patterson spotlight over the summer so i got a couple of low-ranking james patterson's (laughs) on here and then other things like the David Baldacci split second. I was expecting yeah. to kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did not like that. Yeah. I know what some people, including that uh, that mom that we talked about at the very beginning. Yeah, you, know, you were say, too harsh well, on that mom. Didn't by you? The way. Didn't you read a bunch of your dumb comic books? Listen, I read a bunch of comic books, and you're right. A lot of them were dumb. Yeah. They. It, it was not great. Preaching I read a lot of bad choir. Justice League comics, you're man. Preaching to the choir. Uh, All right, let me pull out a few things. That, do you have any that you actually like genuinely good reads over the summer? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I've got okay. some. Yeah. Okay, well, give me one. I read The Tyrannosaur Chronicles during the summer. Ah, uh, yes. You remember that? I do, and as I recall, you had mixed feelings about it. Well, I just don't know who you're supposed to. Right. But I still enjoyed reading it. But it, it. worked I, for you. I enjoyed okay. it. It talked about right. uh, the, the prey that mm-hmm. the T-Rex would hunt. Like it, it looked at all the herbivores that would be around the same time as the Tyrannosaurs and, you know, went through, it was like, would it eat this? Would it eat that? Yeah. And that stuff's great. And yeah. it talked about its growth cycle and uh, all this other stuff about it, whether it could be warm and cold-blooded. Mm. Can you even wrap your head around that? That's crazy no. to me. No, I can't. Uh, that his feathers might have been those, like, those smaller feathers that are more fur-like. Okay. If you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was fun. That was a good time. So who, who would you recommend that to, then? People who already have a decent knowledge of dinosaurs? <laughs> It's rough because, like I said... People who have feathers. This this isn't something somebody's like, oh, I know of dinosaurs. <laughs> and then, like, pick... Because then they'll be like, I don't... This yeah. is just... But then if you if you know a lot about dinosaurs, it's just sharing theories and stuff that you've heard a million times. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess you'd have to find, like, that middle ground person. Hmm. Uh, maybe somebody who read... Who, I don't know, knows a little about dinosaurs, but has never actually, like, you know, checked out theories okay. or... You don't, you don't have any time for people like that. <laughs> hey, not... hey, good news, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Dinosaur Lords, the book that Eric didn't like, which was we've discovered is super popular. Yeah. Book two, Dinosaur Knights, yeah. came in today. And, and book three's on its way. Book three's on its way. Which so. one's that? I think it's like Dinosaur Princess. Dinosaur Princess. I think it is. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty silly. Yeah. I guess it's in my wife's benefit I never actually met a, what, a Dinosaur Princess. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. So that's I your, would be living a different life. That's your tippity top. Dinosaur, dinosaur princess? No, di- dinosaur, dinosaur rumpus. Whatever. whatever <laughs> dinosaur this is. rumpus. Tyrannid. The Tyrannosaur Chronicles. That's it. Yes. That's uh, your. That's your best book of the summer. Oh boy. It was a rough summer. I know. I I should have like. Look, man. I think I kept I trying know. to read. Well, like Woman in Cabin Ten was for a book club. Yeah. 
Me Around the Dying Girl was a book club. Yep. N.K. Jemison's fifth season was for the Hugos. Hugos. Um, Your self-imposed book club. <laughs> yeah, I think I just read a lot of stuff I had to read. And yeah. I didn't like. Well, I should have read more stuff I wanted to read during mm-hmm, the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read Exit West by Moshin. Uh, no, it's Mosin. Whatever. Mosin. Mosin Hamid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was really we can figure good. it out. That was uh, that was pretty good. Again, I, I had said this when we talked about it on the show. Uh, the second half of it loses. Direction, right? Yeah, Yeah, loses its direction. But when you think about it, uh, I think that's also akin to just how that would probably feel. Like they become refugees and they go off and they just they don't have any more direction as like characters. They don't know where to go, uh, what to do. um, You know, dealing with other problems besides uh, than what they were dealing back home. Mm -hmm. And so, like the book loses direction. But I think that's also because that's what happens in that situation. Like, okay, well, here for now, what? so, but I would still, that one I would recommend to, to people. Okay. So. All right. Well, I read two. These are my tops. Uh, two that I would rate as, like, great. So I guess that's better. Better than, uh, than good? Than yeah, great is usually think. better than good. Um, well, I mentioned the, the, Hunter, the original Hunter Davies book that I'm reading now, but uh, the reason I picked that up is because I read Beatle Lyrics over the summer. That's the one where um, most of it is like you see, actually see the handwritten lyrics. He, he'll put the, the handwritten ones there and just sort of talk about the writing process and stuff. But um, the cool thing about that was just seeing them scratching down these songs right, that were you talked about that. iconic. You yes. know, they were just seeing that actually like, oh, I guess we could say, hey, Jude. You yeah. know, it's just weird to think about like... Mm-hmm hearing those for the first time and, and sitting there in a studio trying to like work them out. And, and so having the actual handwritten lyrics like in front of you like that makes it a lot more like dynamic and real. Mm-hmm. So that was super cool. Obviously you got to be a big Beatles fan to get into that because it really doesn't yeah. talk about like rock or the era. Yeah. It's really just like, I, I know what you're talking Beatle about though, with the lyrics thing. Cause when I went to the rock and roll hall of fame, yeah. they have sections where it's just, uh, like the lyrics on the paper and it's just you just like go through them like oh this is what they were just writing it on and you see like yeah. how like sloppy it is a lot mm-hmm. of times or how mm-hmm. messy um and it is just kind of like otherworldly to yeah. be like wait that's those are the words i sing like every day right right and, and before he just, that yeah. before that pen went on that paper those yeah were not and he a just thing. he just was like oh hey where's a notebook i, yeah. I guess i'll write these in crayon yep. yeah. so what if we were rocking yeah. in the free world right <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if we kept rocking in the free world? Genius. Yeah. So that that was uh, that was like a five star. If you're a Beatles fan, go check it out. We don't have it here, yeah. but if you want it, I'll get it for you. Okay. Um, the second one was Charlotte's Web. So another kind of off the wall <laughs> choice. Evie White. Uh, we picked this up. We were going on a road trip. Um, Why I did thought, you read this? Were we doing? No, I picked it up because we were going on a road trip, and so we got the audio book because I thought. It was one that my son could listen to, but that my wife and I would also enjoy. Uh-huh. And then we just ended up really loving it. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, it feels... Had you never seen the movie or anything? I've seen the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. But just the dialogue and the phrasing and everything, it feels so modern. It feels mm-hmm. like something that just, you know, yeah. this clever thing that somebody just came up yeah. with. Charlotte was ahead of her time. Yeah, as definitely. A definitely. She's a book, very progressive The spider. book very is ahead of a time, its yeah. time. I mean, it's like the definition of timeless. You know, yeah. if you want a timeless book, read Charlotte's Web. Um, and the funny thing about it too was that we were listening to the audiobook, and uh, I, I mentioned this at the time, so maybe you'll remember. But um, 
the the reader was so great, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, I gotta listen to more by this reader. And then I realized it was a recording of E.B. White reading the book in the seventies. So it was like the author himself yeah. writing the book. So that was surprising, and it was also surprising because I spent my life thinking E.B. White was a woman. Yeah. So those two things mm-hmm. were surprising. But yes, I would highly recommend. Did your son both like that book? Actually, he did like it. Nice. Um, and then we we were had we to have explain to, death. <laughs> yeah, we showed Charlotte's Web two down in the auditorium as we showed Charlotte's Web earlier uh, last year, and so he sort of put together that it was the same characters from the book. He uh, liked that. Nice. Charlotte's Web two, not very good. Yeah. Let me just put that out what there. What about the live action with? Uh, he liked it. Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. I've never seen it. Really? Yep. Me either. <laughs> yep. Um. Well, let me let me look on social media here and see if we got anything to we do. add here. Got, okay. We uh, we asked some. Uh, Facebook users, what the best book they read over the summer was. And Kendra here says, The Husband's Secret. Uh, Leanne Moriarty is an incredible storyteller. Haven't read a, uh, haven't read a book of hers I didn't love. Mm. I've only read Big Little Lies, but it was it was strong. I have a couple mm-hmm. others that I plan to yes. read. I haven't read The Husband's Secret yet. So but during I do the want same to. summer, have you when did you read Big Little Lies? Like March. Oh, okay. So that's not summer read. It seems well, like you read it closer than that. Yeah, I know. I thought so too. Because when I when I saw that comment, I thought, oh wait, I read that one. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it was earlier. Mm-hmm. I read it and then I put it on the book club a little later. So mm-hmm. we did the book club after I'd already read the book. Mm-hmm. So it's probably why it seems more recent. So, did you read The Husband's Secret? No, I've only read Big Little Lies. Spoiler: He has scales all over his back. Oh no! Yeah, he used now to be a I turtle. Know. Now I know. So. Did you read any good graphics mm-hmm. over the summer? See. I just said I read a bunch of dumb ones. Yeah, I know. But I wonder if there's any good ones. Uh, well, I'll see. tell you, I was Bad pleasantly Justice surprised League. by uh, Starfire, Volumes 1 and 2, uh-huh. DC Comics character. I picked those up on my Nook when I was uh, at the ALA conference, uh, and I really liked that. That mm-hmm. was just a weird, like, coming off of the Red Hood and the Outlaws sort of thing, uh, a better use of the Starfire character. We don't have these in our collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see them being super popular. It's kind of a niche Thing, okay. but um i thought they did really well with the characters and it sort of felt like it was in continuity enough that you could tell it was like a dc thing but it also sort of just lives on its own mm-hmm. and it's kind of a tidy um arc you know it, it's only two volumes but it feels like it's a whole complete story which right. is nice so i really liked that i also really liked superman doomed, doomed. which was a huge collection of all right. the uh that doomsday storyline put together right. Which is really helpful because they put uh, little individual stories from that in the other collections, and it's right. just nonsense. So having them all together yeah. uh, in Doomed like that was really helpful. Um, Those are a couple that were pretty good. Okay. I read Irredeemable. Uh, Mark Wade. I read more Irredeemable this summer and more Transmetropolitan this okay. summer. So those were good. Mm-hmm. But really, it was, a, it was a whiff for books and graphics mm-hmm. uh, this year this summer so i guess superior was really good mm-hmm. and that was at the end of the summer and that was uh that was the palate cleanser after the fifth season i read um the our author visit this year we're having naomi shehab nye uh come to visit the library on october 27th she's mm-hmm. a palestinian american author who does poetry stuff for little kids uh junior young adult adults she does the whole thing uh, so I've, i'd been reading a bunch of her things one that i really liked was called city's secret and it's about a little American girl who has a Palestinian grandma. So I think it's very biographical, autobiographical, I should say. And she goes to visit her grandma in Palestine and just has this whole unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really good. Okay. And that was was probably a little a little above what we would call like an easy reader, mm-hmm. um, but not quite a J either. So it's oh, okay. just kind of like in that 
middle zone. I did read it to my son. He seemed to enjoy it. He yeah. seemed to understand. You know, she was visiting her grandma and stuff. Uh-huh. But I thought that was um, really simple, but also moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a fish out of water thing, and seeing the grandma and the girl try to connect without speaking the same language. It was right. just, it was well done. So yeah. I, I was impressed with that. Uh, I should have pulled all the other children's books yeah. that I read that I liked. Well, but Annie on Facebook uh-huh. says Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, good good Jamie call, Vance. Annie, because that's basically the book of the summer. I mean, that's... Well, that was the big gift of uh, last Christmas, Yeah, too. but I mean, just riding so, right through, it seemed yeah. like. Was it on the list this time? Or is it, is it finally off? I can't no, remember. No, it was, still, it was number it, two. W- number two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's still number two. And yeah, remember, we looked up uh, at the end of the year... Amazon did like their best selling of yeah. the year, and that was like yeah. the big gift. Yeah, well, so. it's definitely it's having a huge impact. Uh, Emily, uh, of on Facebook also says "The Righteous Mind" by Jonathan Hayd Hayd. That was with an exclamation mark. So oh, she so was, that's she's serious about she, that. Yes, she, she that really one's I'm not really familiar with that the one. Are mind. you? Uh, no, while well, you... Oh, why good people are divided by politics and religion. Well, yeah, good time to read that one, Emily. Yeah. Uh, well-researched examination of human moral impulses will appeal to liberals and conservatives alike mm-hmm. following the 2016 presidential campaign and election. So that's good, um, the fact that it's uh, trying to take a, a balanced look. So there's things yeah. for both sides. It might also be the a good time to just watch the show Good Times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Spin off of All in the Family. Yeah. Sure. Things are not going well. Maybe just put, put on good, good times. times. On that same topic, a book I mentioned a while Wait, back really? that I read. On uh, the same topic of good times? No, but we could talk about All in the Family in a minute <laughs> okay. if you want. Uh, on Tyr- Tyranny by Timothy Snyder. That was that slim little oh, yes. volume that I read. I yes. That was, again, just very moving, very simple, uh, and, a, and a potent reminder of, of the importance of uh, words and actions, even yeah. if they don't seem important, uh, have a huge impact. So, yes, thanks for bringing that one up. No problem. I. <laughs> I totally meant to by talking about good times. Yes, I know. I know you do. You do so love to talk about politics. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I had Transmetropolitan, couple... the ones I read this summer, Yeah, uh, it, it was two volumes, and they both bled into each other, and okay. it was about an election. Uh, and it's crazy sci-fi, cyberpunk kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, the guy's running mate was basically uh, cloned in a lab to have a clean history. Mm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, we'll just... We'll just mm-hmm. clone one, and that that turned oh, out to life be life imitates skew. art. That's great. What? No, I'm just saying, like, it's crazy, <laughs> but it also just made like lots of good points, and it was like so either option is a bad option sometimes, yeah. and things are. It's, it's just interesting. It 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 didn't feel. Uh, it felt very for now. Okay. Even though this, I'm pretty sure the book was being written and like started in 1998, 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, it's just been very relevant, okay. like in everything. Well, so it's interesting. Ahead um, of its time. Yeah. Kind of like you and your dream. Yeah. <laughs> My dream coat, I think you mean. Uh, any other ones that Is you that want to mention? Yeah. You I mean. thought it was you and your dreams are ahead of your time. I think it's dream coat. I don't know. You and your know. dream coat are ahead of your time? I don't know. Are you looking at those lyrics right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Um, I mentioned, uh, yeah, I'm right. Really? Yeah. I've been singing, you and your dreams are ahead of your time. Uh, well, I did it on stage time. 25 times. Yeah. So. Go, 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 Joe. I'm the expert there. I mentioned Abundance of go, Catherine's go. by John Green's yeah. as one of my middling ones, and uh, I stand by that. But I thought you liked it. I did like it. So that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I read it. I thought that was a, a solid three star, uh-huh. and I could see it really appealing to like a younger crowd. Uh, and I thought it was pretty well done. It 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 was a lot of the format that didn't quite work for me. Like it was a little too 
cutesy and the footnotes you know it would say something and then have a little witty footnote that i thought right. kind of like really threw off the the rhythm the flow of reading the book hmm. uh which i thought it would actually was very detrimental to the kind of humor that was in the book to keep right. looking down and seeing wait what's that and then it would not be that funny but mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm glad that i read it because uh, uh, i hadn't read john green before so that you know, was a good one to all read. right how do you feel about this summer of reading compared to last summer of reading oh boy yeah. i don't remember is yours better? Mine is so much better. Mm. I read Masters of Doom. I read Lord, uh, Lord of Light. I read a whole bunch of better comic books, for one. <laughs> uh, I read Cure for the Common Universe and The Girls by Emma Klein. Uh, Less Darkness Falls, I'm pretty sure. I started. So it was a much better, much more rewarding uh, summer mm. last year for me. Yeah. So. I hate it. I need to go listen to our In a Book Run episode because mm. that's how I feel. Yeah. I, sometimes oh, when, like, I, I've been trying to be ahead of the book clubs because sometimes when I'm not and I'm forced to, like, I have to read these two books for book club, like, right now, mm-hmm. then it's even harder. Even if I wanted to read them already, I'm just right. like, oh, I got to get through this. Yeah. So I need to plan this better. I read, uh, I started reading Irredeemable last summer. Hey, so there you go. look at that. Yeah. Wow. So it is relevant. Yes. So <laughs> this summer stunk for books in terms of last summer. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, though you can't remember. Um, how do you feel about next summer, man? I next summer is our summer's, summer. It's going to be our summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be more. Do you remember what the summer reading theme is next summer? Music. Music. Okay. Yeah, well, summer reading. Opens. Oh, I guess that's something else we could talk about. That opens. Summer up. reading's all done. How yeah. do you feel about summer reading? We already did a summer reading recap, but did we? I feel like it was, it was good. <laughs> the adult, my, the adult program went yeah. well, and across the board, it was one of our biggest years, if not yeah. our biggest year. How did you feel about the so. theme, uh, "Build a Better World"? Because uh, it was actually construction was the theme. Yeah, it was like a construction. And the slogan theme. was building. I know. I found it a little trickier yeah. to like make relevant to things yeah. I did. I thought at first, oh, this will be easy, but then I was like, yeah. well, actually, it's not. Yeah. So. Music right. will be interesting music, for next Music summer. will also be tricky. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we have a great CD collection. Yeah, we sure so. do. We sure do. Here, here we go. Yeah. Um, hey. What? Okay. okay. You looked very sad there for a second. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. CD collections. It's yeah. go, pe- CDs are going. Yeah. CDs are going the way of the payphone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can't even buy a computer with a CD player. Yeah, or a so, car, for that was, matter. There's a song. Uh, I saw my wife listening to it on Spotify, and mm-hmm. I listened to it because I, I, like, I like it. It's Stalker. Uh, semi-sonic. Okay. Um, they're the ones that did uh, Closing Time. Mm-hmm. They have a song called Singing in My Sleep, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of like old school. Like, it's, it's kind of poetic in some of their lines, but... He's, he's talking about, like, I've been living in your cassette, mm. and I pray to Sony my soul to keep, and all this <laughs> stuff, and it's just kind of like, it's like, hey, I also made you this mixtape by listening to the radio for about an hour and a half, and then hitting record when that one song came on, nice. so it doesn't have the first five seconds yeah. of the song, and then you have about three seconds of a commercial right after that, yeah. but... I was yeah. the king of that. Did you do that? Yeah. Did you make mixtapes yeah. that way? I made a oh, mix- yeah. yeah, I made a sweet mixtape. Yeah, that I would way. call the radio station when they do college shows. Yeah, and be like, I want to hear this song. Uh-huh. And then I would sit there waiting to press record. <laughs> or some, I had a double deck for a while, so uh-huh. I would just like record yeah. for a long stretch and then go and like cue it up. Play wow. one tape, record the other tape. Okay. Jeez. So yeah. It was pretty it yeah. was pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Pretty heavy stuff. Do you All miss right. the cassette? I don't miss the cassettes. Okay. Uh, I do miss CDs being just the default. Yeah. And I, mi- I think part of me is going to start missing MP3s because now it's all just streaming. Yeah. So, because I love my iPod. Yeah. So. I know you do. Yeah. 
I, I'll was, miss the one. I'll miss the one two. I'm, I'll miss the combo of CDs and MP3s. Like okay. getting a CD and then ripping it I to know. your computer, yep. and then uh, adding that to your iPod. Yeah, and then having the options. Right. But, like in my car, I don't have an aux. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. I have to either listen to the radio or CDs. Yeah. And the in our our new car doesn't have a CD player. So yeah. like. Yeah. I still like to buy CDs. I know. Man. So we're like out, and I'm like, oh great, I bought the CD, and there's nothing. Yeah. I have to wait till I like go somewhere yeah <laughs> so that i can rip it onto a mp3 player yep <laughs> i'm sorry man that's all right let's talk library news what do you got coming up uh we're back we sure are i mean we never went away yeah after we're school movies here. yeah uh this friday so that's september 8th yep. we're showing guardians of the galaxy volume two volume two everybody uh it it's it's funny it, it lands the emotional endings yeah uh, it's a good time. Nick I hasn't saw, seen it. I saw it multiple times in theaters. I and gotta liked check it, it out. Each time. Uh, Thanks for the invite. Soundtrack. You didn't want it. We did invite you. Oh, okay. You couldn't make it. It was a. Well, we were thanks. going to see uh, the double showing at the yeah, drive-in. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, no, it is a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're showing that. That's at three thirty in our auditorium yep. on um, September eighth. Uh, Anime Club is at five thirty on wednesdays mm-hmm. every wednesday and tuesdays our open our teen loft is open uh and that's from three to five on tuesdays nice uh but i have to get back in touch with some schools because we'll be starting our after school clubs yeah again. book clubs and yeah. things yes that's and we'll exciting. be doing some after school programs that's too exciting stuff we're showing the smurfs too on monday not monday the 11th not the lost chapter no lost village no just smurfs smurfs too, too. Smurfs too, which I haven't seen. With the gray Smurfs or something. The gray, yeah, I think so. Like evil Smurfs. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the old school Smurfs. Yeah. And uh, I took my son to see The Lost Village, and that was pretty good. Yeah. The ones with Neil Patrick Harris. I don't. Not good. No thanks. Yeah. But uh, but please come see Smurfs <laughs> too, Monday the eleventh. Hey, it's fine. We showed Alvin in the Chipmunks four. Yeah, we did. And that's nobody a horrible won't. film. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, people came. Yeah, they did. Because kids did. don't know what's good. I know. Uh, coming up, sponsored by the Allegheny Arts Association and the Friends of the Library, Valley Theater is doing a Rodgers and Hammerstein night called A Grand Night for Singing. Is that right? Grand Night for Song? Is that the right? Grand Night I for Song. So. <laughs> I always con- Grand Night for I music. confuse this constantly. Yeah. Are there any songs in there about yeah. putting on a show? Yeah. Um, probably. Okay. Yeah, it is Grand Night for Singing. All right. I always confuse it with the Sondheim one, which is called The Little Night Music, and I never remember which which one those, it yeah. comes from. Because yeah. I don't know what A Grand Night for Singing, what Rodgers and Hammerstein song that's from, so it doesn't stick out to me. Hmm. Anyway. It's also that, Grand Night for Romance if that, you're looking for a good date night. That's true. So that's coming up on the 21st, uh-huh. down in the auditorium, yeah. uh, Thursday the 21st, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Of course, it is free. Yeah. Features 37 songs Ooh. from Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals. Yeah. And a lot of them are like medleys, yeah. but you get at least a sample of 37 unique oh, okay. Rodgers and Hammerstein songs. I'm a big Rodgers and Hammerstein fan, uh-huh. so I'm looking forward to this night. Yeah. So that's coming up. And then, of course, we had a lot of exciting stuff in October. Uh, and we'll talk about that as we get a little closer. Okay. What do you want to talk about next week? Uh, f- I don't know. Next week is 108. <gasps> That was a radio station that I had back home. Wow. Kiss 108. Whoa. Yeah. Shout out to Kiss 108. Is it still going strong? I think so, but I don't like it so much anymore. When I go home to Michigan and I visit, uh-huh. uh, none of my old radio stations are still there. Oh, really? So it's a pretty sad time. Well, Kiss 108 was always like today's like pop and I stuff. See. All so, right. Uh, well, speaking of yeah. radio stations, you can catch us Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock <laughs> on the Angelica radio station. So check that out, folks. Yeah, we're one one great alternative pick, if you ask me. Yeah, we sure are. We sure are. All right, that's it for this weird episode, and we'll see you next week. This weird episode? Well, we were just talking about summer reads.
Yeah. Fun. Okay. Fun weird. <laughs> okay. Weird good. All right. All right. We're done. Bye. Was that it? Was that you playing? Yeah, us out? we're done. So, are you going to play us out now? <laughs> yeah. It's just been so quick. Yeah. I just I need some closure. Yep. So go ahead. All right. Oh, you know what? We got one. We got a new comment. Oh, I'm going to read welcome. it to you right now. Okay. <laughs> On Facebook, Facebook user Marsha says, "A man called Ove." All, oh, yeah. of the, all those books have been very popular. Yes. That's another recommendation. And on that note, see you later. So that's the official oh my gosh. episode.